All right. This is the Conversation Cannabis and Christianity podcast. My name is Miguel Torres and I'm your host. And this episode is titled The Holy Spirit. And uh, in the early 2000s, Sasha Baron Cohen, Sasha Baron Cohen came out with a movie called Borat. And during that movie, in that movie, there's a part where he goes somewhere to the one of these states in the West. And uh, it's a church function, and they have some politicians there, and these people are talking to, to Borat because he's doing his, you know, his thing. And they're trying to convince him to just let go and let the Holy Spirit take over and let it just do whatever it wants to them. And... Uh, Eventually, the video shows up, and this guy comes out of a room into the main area where everybody is, and and uh, he's flapping his arms like a bird and skipping and loses, like, control of himself. And that was supposed to be the Holy Spirit, and then Borat copies something similar to it. <laughs> and I was laughing at it just like I am now. I was like, yeah, that's why people think you Christians are crazy. That's exact. That's one. Of, that's one of the reasons why people think you Christians are crazy, and uh, yeah, that that was a uh, that was something that I agreed with at the time, and I was like, yeah, and I don't. I still. I still. I still agree with that opinion now. The Holy Spirit is nothing like that. Holy Spirit's nothing like that. And then you know, shortly after that, <clears throat> you know, there's television channels, internet channels websites whatever you want to call them and you know televangelists and you know some are some are uh they're all some are different some are really different and some are you know you're like yeah you can listen to that person <clears throat> but um i remember shortly after i saw that movie i was looking at uh you know flipping through channels and uh of course there's a, a channel a christian channel televangelist channel with there's one with purple hair there like a giant purple hair and i'm not like talking like the dye purple hair that you see coming now these days in the 21st century 2020s i'm talking like this was like over the top like this is a wig and uh and i remember thinking again <clears throat> that's why a lot of people think you christians are crazy you get these channels and you go crazy you know that's why people think televangelists are just about the money because it looks kind of funny and it looks kind of funny because of the of the 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 system we work within. Now I'm not going to touch on that right now. I touched on that a little bit when we were talking with uh, when I was talking with the uh, Abel Carrasco in the previous episode when we talked about uh, the immortality key and a book called the immortality key and a book called uh, the Devil's Delusion. And um, yeah, so I'm not going to go into that right now. But uh, yeah, you know those things. You know they. they there's no shortage of things that that people can see and go, yeah, that doesn't line up with what I'm supposed to, with with I with what I hear you espousing. That doesn't line up with what I hear you espousing. And truth be told, everybody's a hypocrite in some way, shape, or form. Nobody's exempt from that. Nobody is exempt from that. It stings a bit more when it comes from people were representing. Uh, help. It stings a bit more when hypocrisy is experienced 
from by people who are supposed to help. And again, people are people. We're all going to fail. We're all going to fail. The difference between uh, a system that has checks and balances and a system that has abuse built into the checks and balances so the abuse can continue. Different. Totally different. Now, what does this have to do with the Holy Spirit? Not there yet, but we're going to get there. Holy Spirit is not a talisman. You know, some people ask me, you know, do you feel closer to God when you use marijuana? No, it's not. It's not a talisman. It's not. I'm not saying other people can. I'm just saying for me, it's not a talisman. It's not a. Uh, <clears throat> not a easy button. Because you are still who you are. So I don't look at it as at that. Look at it as that. But uh, a lot of people do. And the concept of the Force from the Star Wars movies definitely contributes to people thinking that, you know, some of these things we might think or know to be true about this life are external to us. And that's the thing about the Force is that it's external. There's nothing about the force that is internal. It's all external. And it's a little different. And uh, this is where the stark difference between the Holy Spirit and anything that represents or claims to represent something like it comes in. And that it's about a personal relationship. It's a personal relationship. It's not a tool. It's not a talisman. It can't be bought or purchased. It's a gift. It's a beautiful gift. It's a beautiful gift because perfect love casts out all fear. And everybody's going to come across fear in this life. Everybody. I've heard, you know, I, I'm definitely familiar with the acronym false evidence appearing real. And then you have death. What do you do about death? So we think we can handle fear. What about death? How do we handle death? Between now and then. That can create a fear that people don't want to deal with. That can create a, a fear that uh, people will sometimes turn into a uh, an expedited path to that death. Just consumed with fear. And that's the thing about it, is, is false evidence appearing real? That is sometimes true. That does not mean fear itself does not exist. Whether you allow it to be consumed, or whether you allow yourself to be consumed by it, or whether you allow yourself to wade in it to the point where it affects your decisions based off of fear. If you're constantly walking in a pool of fear, constantly thinking, man, my feet are wet. I better I better make some decisions here, but I don't want to get out of the pool. I want to stay in the pool, but my feet are starting to hurt. So we end up putting some Band-Aids on something that really needs to be removed. And <clears throat> everybody bumps into it. There's a lot of fear in the world right now. A lot of, there's something always crazy going on in the world but right now you're talking about a pandemic inflation all kinds of madness and 
violence, a lot of violence, a lot of violence. At least it seems to be in our eyes and ears a bit more with screens. That's for sure. So what does the Holy Spirit have to do with this? Personal relationship. It's far different than anything else. Personal relationship. Now, a lot of people who go to church will say, yeah, the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit is there to point out all the things you do wrong. And I remember telling my kids, talking to my kids about this. And I was like, I do that for you guys. <laughs> you don't need the Holy Spirit <laughs> to point out all the stuff you do wrong. I do that for you because I'm training you. I'm teaching you, right? You don't need the Holy Spirit to point out all the things you do wrong. And scripture backs that up. Scripture, for, for whoever believes in Christ, the Holy Spirit does not point out all the things you do wrong. The Holy Spirit is peace. Not the absence of peace. Right, I'm going to touch on that a little bit later. But, because the absence of peace, well, I'll get on to it later. Now, what brought all this on? What, how does the Holy Spirit even, you know, why is the Holy Spirit even written about in the scripture? Why does Jesus even talk about the Holy Spirit? And I, I'm going to, I'm going to read something, but right now I'm just going to kind of summarize it. And basically the, the Holy Spirit reminds you of the peace that you have with God through Jesus, which brings you back to a place of peace. It's a reminder that you have peace with your maker because of Jesus, because of his love for you. That's what it really is. It all boils down to love and a closeness and a relationship. And all kinds of denominations say all kinds of strange things. I'm not going to talk to you about the mechanics of this stuff other than this, peace. Peace is what the Holy Spirit is all about. Reminding you that you have peace with your maker because of Jesus' love for you. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing because every other worldview tells you you got to rely on yourself. You got to rely on luck. Stay away from jinx. Stay away from bad omens. Stay away from all this stuff. Superstition. And that's what's kind of funny about, about um, Christianity is when you really look at it, it, it pulls the superstition out of it. It says uh, superstition is you can get caught up in that stuff and you can get, you can become, you can be a stronghold in your mind to the point where you're making decisions from that stronghold instead of from a place of peace. So I'm going to read uh, John 14, verse 25 through 27. This is Jesus speaking. He says, all this I have spoken while still with you. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Do not, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Peace. 
Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So that stuff will kill you from the inside out one day at a time. One second, one minute, one hour, one day at a time. Stress, fear, condemnation at the root of it. Stress, fear, and condemnation at the root of it. So the Holy Spirit reminds you of the peace that you have with your maker because of Jesus' love for you. The Holy Spirit does not do what many of us do to other people, including our own family. And that's point out all the things we do wrong. It kind of doesn't make sense for the Jesus to send the Holy Spirit to double up or triple up or supernaturally multiply the feeling of, hey, you did that wrong when a loved one tells you that. That's not what he's trying to do. <laughs> it's kind of funny how it gets sold that way, though. It certainly does get sold that way. Holy Spirit gets sold as a the Holy Spirit's here to make sure you behave the way you're told. That's called prison. That's not freedom. There's no peace in that. But a lot of people go to it, and I don't understand why. But you hear it, and you hear it from the pulpits, and you, when you hear that, you kind of go, "Huh? Why would I voluntarily go into prison?" Oh, because there's a carrot out there that's dangled from me. If I go through this prison, then I get this wild dream over here, or whatever it is, in my imagination. It doesn't make sense. The world's already falling. People are already struggling. Why would you go to someone who's supposed to help you and says, no, I'm actually going to pile two, three, four, five, six times the helpings upon you of that whatever it is you're trying to, whatever it is you got going on there that isn't good. And it just blows my mind that how many denominations actually push a message about the Holy Spirit in that type of a direction. They put more separation where there's supposed to be close, close, close personal relationship. And then I've also heard this. Oh, you better not mess up because then you fall out of fellowship. Holy Spirit leaves you. You got to clean yourself up before you bring yourself back. Yeah, it's no wonder people think religion is all about control. I, I completely understand it. Because that isn't the way it is either. When you mess up, for whoever believes in Jesus, when you mess up, you go, oh, man, mm, oh, whatever it is. You need to get some understanding of it first. You need to get some understanding of it first, and then you need to have some peace about it, too. Now, how that gets worked out between you and the Holy Spirit, up to you. I'm not going to tell you the mechanics of it. That's like I said, I'm not telling you the X, Y, Z's of it. I'm saying it's a very close personal relationship. People work it out within them, within themselves. And that's what's pretty cool. He says, my peace, I give you. Not like the world do I give. 
because that peace goes away. Think about it. You're hearing a lot about the 90s right now. During the 90s, we heard a lot about the 60s. And in the 60s, we heard a whole lot about Vietnam. You had a whole lot of rock and rollers talking about the war is over and peace and this and that. Yeah, that's so, yeah, it ain't happening. There is no peace in this world the way we think of it, like we want peace on earth. It won't happen on this, on this side of heaven. This world's fallen. And we need to be reminded about the peace that we have with our maker because of Jesus's love for us. That's what the Holy Spirit, that's one of the things the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit doesn't go around doing the job of the enemy, ha Satan in Hebrew, Satan, the accuser of the brethren. That's the crazy thing about it. The accuser of, the accuser of the brethren is the one who goes around pointing out everything you do wrong. Brothers, brethren, sisterhood, doesn't matter. I'm talking about human beings. It's just the way they wrote it. I'm talking about human beings, people. Asatan is the one who goes around saying, hey, you messed that up. Guilt, condemnation, stress, fear. Nowhere in Scripture does it say the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you'll have fear, guilt, and condemnation. It doesn't say that. I'm going to say it again. Peace is what Jesus promises. And it's quite a thing. Quite a thing. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to wrap this up. The Holy Spirit. There is no loss of control. You don't flop your arms around, losing control, convulsing on a floor. Like, you know, that's just that's just inner, that's just madness. Now there's televangelists knocking people on the foreheads, and people are flopping all around on the floor. That's embarrassing. I mean, but you know, that that's that's not what it's about. Loss of control does not equate to Jesus. Now. If you think that you can control everything, including death, that's a different kind of control. I'm talking about Holy Spirit control. That's not what I'm not, not talking about. I don't want to get these things mixed up. I'm going back to that Borat movie. You don't lose control. It's a gift that brings peace and reminds you of the peace that you have with your maker because of Jesus' love for you. There are going to be some televangelists out there that you're like, yeah, they're greasy. Yeah, there are. Just like there are politicians out there, just like there's people in any line of work. And that's why you have to have some discernment about who you allow to put their words and images into your mind. If the, if the, if the Holy Spirit is being espoused as something that's pointing out all your flaws, all the things you do wrong, uh, you got plenty of people to do that. <clears throat> Peace. I offer that just because it's a major. It's a major way to discern whether or not what you're taking into your eyes and ears has peace in it or not. Love. All of it is because of love. 
We live in this fallen world. It's not easy. It's crazy. Many countries have been looking at when they go to the grocery store, their numbers that they see on their on the bread stand and all that stuff, they've been pretty high for a while. The United States is starting to go through that. A lot of people have a lot of fear. There is a lot of fear. It's a weird world. And when Jesus' disciples said, what do we do to do the works of God? He said, the doing is believing. And the believing changes everything about you. And I say, everybody will say, well, surely God told you to do something. Yeah, he knows we're human. And he's going to say, okay, you know what? I can't just tell you to believe. I got to tell you something else. And it's just the way I look at it. He says, love one another. Wow, that's pretty good. Now, how can you love one another if you're always feeling like the Holy Spirit or your maker or Jesus or whoever you want to call it is pointing out all the things you do wrong? Makes it pretty hard to love one another. And we do it to each other all the time. I'm not exempt from this. I'm a human being, a red-blooded human being. I screw up too. That's why the Holy Spirit's there, because he knows we'll screw up says that what's going to get you back on track is reminding you of my love for you and the peace that I've given you. Because if you go away from that, the opposite of that is strife. Just, you know, strife is. Strife doesn't sound so bad until you, you hear it and you see it with your eyes and until it's front of your face. And strife just becomes, oh, you got to get away from it. And that leads to destruction. Destruction of relationships, destruction of lives. Peace doesn't destroy. Peace adds and multiplies. That's what the Holy Spirit does. So if you're wondering about any of this stuff, about why, you know, about what is this Holy Spirit thing? Jesus, is he, you know, is he who this televangelist says he is? Yeah, check it out. I'm going to tell you. It's about peace because of his love for you. And this is the funny thing. You know, everybody want to pick on millennials saying, I'm unique, I'm special, snowflake. Well, you know what? That is true. Everybody has a fingerprint that no one else has. Yet demographics can often make us feel like we're just like everybody else. You're made with your maker's image on your face. It's very personal. It's very personal. You have your own fingerprint and your maker's image is on your face. And the thing that he wants most for you to have is peace with him through his love for you. You can't earn it. There's no scoreboard because everybody will fail. And that's why we need a Holy Spirit to remind us of this truth. This is the Conversation Cannabis and Christianity podcast. My name is Miguel Torres and I'm your host. Love you all. <laughs>